So what's going on, everyone? I am Candid Mac, and today I have a very special guest. I've been recording podcasts for a while, and I haven't had a guest. And today I have Tanika, former owner and founder of Veganique Meal Prep and Catering Services. And the reason why I have her here today is because, you know, I want to learn more about vegan vegan lifestyle. Um, doesn't mean I'm going to do make the switch right away, but the more you know, the more you grow. So without further ado... Let's welcome Tanika here today. How are you doing? Hello. Thank you, Candid. It's going well. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. But it's going well. How's life, life, not business, but how's life been for you since COVID? Like, because it's it's been a rude awakening. Has everybody been okay in your family? Everything's good? Yes. Every, I mean, fortunately, thank God, everybody has been good. Um, my family, everybody, I haven't had any problems. Um, no one got sick by the grace of God. Um, so I'm thankful for that. Um, the only bad news that I had was my best friend's father passed away because of COVID. But wow. other than that, yeah, that was, that was devastating. Um, definitely for her and um, as her support, it was hard. Um, so other than that, for me, life has been, um, it's been up and down. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster going through because at first being in the house all that time, it was like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, you go kind of stir crazy. But then it was just like, okay, well, I can use this, self, this time to build myself, you know, um, meditation, you know, getting centered. And then I started to refocus on the business and think about different ideas. What could I do, you know, out of this and use it to my advantage? Right. And for me, you know, that's, that's what I started to work on. I just started to work on the business, business and that's what kept me going. Because it was just like, just being in the house. And I was trying to be in the house. So I'm like, if we all just stay in the house, you then, yeah, <laughs> it will be all right. You know, it's only going to be three months. <laughs> health. I was like, I'm sick of this place. Right. <laughs> and I'm all yeah. about So for me to say me that. Me too. I'm like, okay, what, a, what to do today? You right. Know, it's like, for me, I love the, uh, I teach. So I love teaching in person. So when we yes. start going on virtual classes, it's it's still the teaching experience that's like you know rewarding, but not yes. to, to like interact or walk up to the person individually and ask what the issue is and stuff like that. It right. Was, but have you picked up any new hobbies? Any any quarantine um, binge watching? Oh, would it ugh. binge watching? Yes, um, I've probably watched everything on Netflix. Um, um La in in La in in Slava Blanca. Um that was on it's um it's you know it's in um it's a Latin like a telenovela. Oh okay I thought you were talking about the um it's this documentary on Netflix about this Latin psychic. Oh no I didn't see that yeah, but you watch a telenovela. I'll be watching those too. I'll be watching the um the mafia ones. Oh yes. Yeah. I started some of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I, I didn't do Tiger King though. I refuse. I did Tiger King. I had to. <laughs> it was force fed down my throat. I had to. <laughs> so it was crazy. My cousin kept forcing me. I was I saw the first two episodes. I was like, I can't. Mm -mm, no thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it was 
Okay. Go ahead. No, it was like, I, at first I was like, I'm not watching this. I wouldn't do it. But everybody kept talking about it. I was like, well, let me just see what it's about. And I got into it. It was stupid. Yeah, I, I figured. But, you know, I, yeah. I, watch, I watch stupid things anyway. So I was like, you know, that's just one off my list. But, right. Let's talk about the business. You said, like, during quarantine, you um started getting creative about different ways about the business. But before we get into it, um, let the people know what Veganique is, because I gave a brief description, and mm-hmm. people understand how you got into it, because it was more personal for you. Definitely. Um, Veganique is my heart. Veganique is, um, you know, I put my name into the word vegan because... Um, I wanted to, you know, become vegan because of the lifestyle changes that were going on in my life. Um, I was having issues with my stomach, gastrointestinal issues, which were killing me. Um, I was only eating back in 2008. I was only eating um, turkey, chicken, and fish. Um, so I really wasn't eating like beef or pork. I stopped eating beef or pork when I was 14 years old, when Oprah came out with that mad cow thing. So I, it just turned me off. <laughs> so I, you know, I just discontinued it then. So back in 20, 2008, I was having these major issues. Like I love dairy. Um, I would eat cheese all the time, but I would not. Um, the problem that I had was I would be constipated constantly. But to me, it wasn't. I didn't really realize it was a problem, honestly. I'm just like, oh, well, that's just, I'm the kind of person that doesn't go to the bathroom, but that doesn't exist. I just didn't understand that I was ruining myself. Um, So it got to the point where in my anal cavity, I had um, tears, which are called fissures. Um, I had tears and um, I had to have surgery to correct the lining. it was so much going on. It was so painful. Like it was painful to go to the bathroom at this point. Um, it was just a lot going on. Um, I, it would keep me up at night. And it just got to the point where I was at work and I was like, we had to, um, I work for Child Protection Services and we were driving in the car. I was like balled up in the car. I was in the passenger side, but it was just so bad. And I had to just get, I had to go to the hospital that day. So they were saying that was because I had the cuts and the fissures all in my lining. So they had to go in, do surgery. Um, I thought that was going to be okay after they did that. And they gave me like Nexium to use um, as medication. Um, But it just got, you know, I thought it was okay. I still kept, you know, eating like I was eating because no one ever told me, oh, you know, maybe if you change your diet. So, um, I would continue to eat like I did. Then it just got, it got worse. It got worse. Then I started having, you know, um, bad hemorrhoids. Then I had to go through surgery again because the linings, they split again. So um, again, all these issues. So I just, I felt like I wasn't getting any relief from going to the doctor. And what I did was I researched on my own, you know, different things that, you know, may, may help. So I started to see like, plant-based foods was like, you know, the kind of, what people kept talking about. So um, doing my research, I'm like, oh, okay. And dairy, dairy is definitely like, not for me. It's just not for me. It doesn't, you know, align with my body. And I just, I guess as I got older, it was just like, no, my body was telling me I can't take this any longer, you know? And that's when I started to learn 
about, okay, listen to your body. Listen to what your body's telling you because our bodies are so miraculous. Mm-hmm. We can do a lot of stuff and go through a lot of stuff and eat all the bad things we want. And our body's like, all right, I got you right now. I got you right now. But when we get older is when it's like, you know, and it may hit people earlier. Oh, no, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in my mid, late 30s. And certain foods, it's like, I told you, sis, you can't eat that no more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> down real quick. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I hear you. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So then I just start. I started doing my research. That's the point where I turned natural. I, you know, I stopped um, putting perms in my hair. I just started everything because I realized what I was putting in my body or just exposing my body inside and out, it affected me. So I just did a 360. So like cold turkey? Cold turkey. I stopped. Plant-based. Uh, was it hard? Um, yes, because my mom, to me, my mother makes the best fried chicken in the world. So that, (laughs) that was difficult because plus my family, you know, my family's from the South. They're from Chatham, Virginia, near North Carolina. So it's like, we were used to that Southern cook, you know, yeah. So everything was just, you know, missing out. And I love macaroni and cheese and pizza and all of that. So it was definitely hard. But I knew how I felt when I ate it. And to me, these little six taste buds, whatever we got in our mouth, it's just not worth it. You know, so just getting the breakdown of the body, getting the breakdown of like how, you know, meats and everything are digested in our body and how it's not like it sits in our body and you can't really get it all out, especially beef and stuff like that. It was just like, is it worth it? So it's just to try to change what I did was, I mean, I know how to cook, thank God. So what I did was I just uh, did, at first it was like, like, you know, doing the processed stuff, you know, the, you, the crumbles, the, the little soy stuff and the groceries. Yeah. At first, cause I didn't know, you know, but then I realized I don't, I don't really like that either. So then I just started to create my own, uh, you know, treats, like as far as like using cauliflower as, uh, as chicken or mushrooms or beans, you know, and making up uh, my own crumbles because like, you know, I would mix, you know, beans and vegetables and rice and put them together to make a beef texture. You know what I'm saying? So it was just about exploring. And for me, I already love to cook for everybody anyway. So my ideas were just blowing out of my head. I just had to write like a recipe book for myself because I started to realize, oh, I can make this work because then I would invite people over and they'd be like, this isn't chicken or this is cauliflower. I don't even like cauliflower. You know oh, what I'm saying? So. <laughs> it took a minute. I think it took yeah. a third try and I was like, let me just try it. And it don't, it don't taste just like chicken. No. I, but it's not like, it's, I mean, I guess it's, it wasn't nasty for me because I'm very picky. So yeah, I'm, no. You know, as long as it has a crunch. I'm, yeah. But, right. Um, how long did it take from the time you went like 360 and changed your whole lifestyle? Did you notice the changes in your health that you was like, you know what? Yeah, I got to stick to this. Okay, so that's that's when I realized I was doing the right thing because I no longer needed medication. My body healed itself. Um, I wasn't gassy. 
I was never constipated any longer. And that was weird for me. Like, you know, going to the bathroom so often, coming from not going to the bathroom that often. So, (laughs) so that was, that was, that's when I noticed the change. I noticed the change in my skin, my hair, you know, um, I feel like it keeps me young, you know, keeps me looking young. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's like, I just noticed a difference in my energy. That was a big deal. Cause I was, I was a nap queen. I was a nap queen. I just felt like I was tired all the time, you know, and sleep was my thing. But changing my diet and my lifestyle, my metabolism got better. You know, I really, you know, I hardly, um, I'm not in like obese, you know, I try to like, it's easier to keep your diet up that way because you have that balanced diet. You know what I'm saying? So. With me, it was just like, I did notice, like, the most thing for me, I don't even go to the um, gastro doctor any longer. I don't need them. I don't, definitely don't take Nexium. I don't need medication. Um, I do not have any issues at all. My blood pressure's, the pressure's never been high. You know, I've never had any serious ailments, by the grace of God, that, you know, I can report because of things that I've been putting in my body. You know, just keeping... You know, it's as alkaline as I possibly can. You know, with no yeah. People who are watching this, and and I was one of those people where it's like, like oh, okay, like you okay, you're dragging it. You know, like people <laughs> like oh, I feel younger. I don't sleep that much. You know, like but for me, I'm noticing like when I I fast right. There's times in mm-hmm. my life I That's fast good. every other month, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe seven days, 24 hours, sometimes 30 days. But I noticed the difference in my energy because my fast will include no or it'll include one meal when the sun goes okay. down, but it won't be any meat. That's all. And mm-hmm. I noticed when I, after the fast, if I like wake up in the morning, have breakfast, or, mm-hmm. you know, have a snack, I'd be like the nap princess. Right. <laughs> I'm like, man, something in the food that just makes you sleepy. I mean, we call right. it itis, but it's no, it's it's stuff that's in the food. And yeah, as I've been growing and and getting my educating myself, I'm noticing mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, the foods do make you tired. Yeah, the foods do make you um sick to the because when I saw what the health, I was like, Oh yeah. That's what made me completely stop eating beef. Okay. And then the chicken, I was like, well, I'll just buy the organic chicken. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> now I'm noticing, like, I'm at the point where I really just want to stop. You yeah. Know, I want to stop with the meat and then even with the seafood, it's probably, it's probably slower. But my next question is the transition and the people around you. You said that you used to, you was cooking for your family and friends and stuff. So, um, how was educating them and were they supportive or was it like, you know, I, right, that's your thing, but don't, don't bring it over here. Cause when I, when I don't eat pork and I go to my mm-hmm. relative's house, they right. it took them a while to stop putting like pork bacon in the collard greens. Yes. Like I'm on like year seven. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm turkey neck now. I'm like, Oh, thanks. Right. Yeah. Well, did they like accommodate your needs at, at times? Or you was like, I just got to bring my own food. Okay. Like, I don't know. For me, they were, at first they were like, look, that's your thing. 
Um, and you gotta bring, you got your food with you because they were not, cause they thought it was a phase, you know, it's like, you know, they even thought like, oh, it's like, is it your boyfriend? You know, they would, they thought I was just trying to, you know, appease somebody else, but it was really a health issue. Um, so at first, like the first few years, but then when I started to get in tune with like making different things and substituting things and letting them try it, they're like, oh, you know, I see. Um, it's not up until now that they are actually eating vegan. Like they're actually right now, they, you know, they just watched with the health. They just said, you know what, I can't do this. And you know, a lot of them, like, like my grandma had a little bit of a, like a cancer scare. Okay. She was on the phone with me immediately, you know, like, wait a minute. Well, what do I do? You know, <laughs> well, yeah. Like she, that's, it, it's wonderful. I'm glad they can come to me, but now I'm the guru, like, you know, like they're my clients, you know what I'm saying? As far as what do I need to eat to, you know, help me with this, secure this, you know? So, you know, and now what I do is I send my grandmother meal preps. I just send her meal preps now. So, cause she doesn't, you know, want to think about it. Cause we can all cook. They can do exactly what I can do. But it's just like they say, it's like, oh, but that's so hard. But it's not. It's, it's, it's just so it is different for them. It's like, it's different. I got to make this cauliflower do what? Right. That but it's not. It's just like you buying the chicken out the pack, but you just cutting the cauliflower up, making the same batter you do for the chicken. Just don't put the chicken. Flour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's really not that hard. It's like, oh, and, you know, and then there's another misconception. It's expensive, but it's not. You know, you can get a bag of beans, a can of beans, a bag of rice. You know what I'm saying? Put right. this stuff together with some peppers and some onions and um, just season it up, you know, with some breadcrumbs. Put it together. That makes a great, uh, you can make a barbecue meatball or you can make a meatloaf or you can make chili with that. It's just delicious. It's all about how you season your food as well. So it's just about thinking about it and putting it together. And that's why I started my business because of the lack of out there that it was. Now vegans are heavy trend. But right. the thing about the difference, I feel like with my food and everything, it's just like, you know, the love that I put in it. And it's not a fad for me. I'm giving you my heart and soul and I'm trying to cure you of any disease right. in your heart and soul. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just about, for me, that was the purpose. Getting people uh, aware. So um, Okay. Mm -hmm. No, just, get, just getting people aware and just helping people with the transition. So what year did you officially start the business? Like, well, not like, did you start selling and, and doing that? What year? How long has it been? Uh, 2017. So oh. going on four years. Yeah. Yeah. So I, That's yep. Starting. Like, how was it starting? What'd you say? Oh. No, starting. It was starting out, um... It was, uh, you know, I had a good peer group and um, I had like people around me that motivated me. So I think that's what made it easier for me because everybody wanted to pour in, you know, like with investments, helping me with different things. Um, and so that was, that was the best part of it. But what I really, and even getting me into crowds, because I think that's what the fear was like, 
well, how do I market it? You know, when you don't know anything about the business, how do you market it? Where, where do I go? You know what I'm saying? So I had, thankfully, I had people to help me jump in. Like, you know, at first I would do things for free so people could taste my food, you know, and see what it's like. So I would have people that would like um, have company parties and I would do just like a benefit there. You know, the food was all free and people would try it and it just became word of mouth. You know, and people would just say, oh, wow, because I love that question. This, are you sure this is vegan? This doesn't have milk. This doesn't have cheese. No, it's just about the flavor and what you put in it. So that was my, um, that's what got me going, you know, and just uh, starting, like I said, word of mouth is what helped me. And being that I was shy and I still, you know, I still kind of hide. So it's like getting out there, putting myself out there. That was helpful for me because it was hard because I still wanted to hide. But being, you know, with my peer group and, you know, I did Momentum Education, which was like a self-help group. That helped me a lot with like, you know, not playing myself small and just getting out there and doing what I wanted to do. That's where I left my career. You know, I worked with, I was an investigator with Child Protective Services. I left that, um, you know, a good lucrative career to just follow my dream. And I, I can't, I, can't even look back. It's just been a great journey. Let's talk about that because a lot of people be like, quit my job and focus on the business. And I'm big on, you know, make sure you have some type of cushion. So did you have money saved up and then quit? Or you was just like, walk by faith, which is nothing wrong to do. Because I walk right. by faith too. But did you have yeah. money saved up? I mean, right. So I mean, I walked by, I did both. I did walk by faith. Um, but I did have a cushion for myself, you know, because I did, I did, you know, I had just moved to Brooklyn, I probably a year before. So I was in Brooklyn, New York, with gentrified Brooklyn, New York. So I know for a fact, I couldn't just be like, oh, you know what, let me just, you know, I say I jumped out the window, which I did. But you still I, yeah, I did make sense of it. You know, um, I had a cushion. I knew what I could do. I wrote up a plan. And I went that way. Now, being even in with that plan, it's still the downtime of like, especially the summer for me. Um, it became especially being new in the summer. People are on vacation. People are not really wanting, you know, catering. And that's how I started my business catering. Um, they're not really wanting that. So it was like a point where it's like, oh, wait a minute, it's no money coming in. You know, so I had to try to figure that out, you know, and um, actually I had to put myself out there. You know, but I wouldn't, I just wouldn't turn back as far as like going back to my job. No, I get it. I get it completely. Yeah. So you yeah. plan and there was times where there's no money coming in. Um, did that mess with your mental? Like you ever like. Oh yeah. You, oh, oh, I cried. I, I cried. I was, you know, it, it tore me up because I'm like, Lord, like you gave, like, I felt like my path was right there like he he set the steps and I was following because it was like everything was like you know just meeting the right people right. you know everything I prayed for right. yeah it was so much alignment thank you and I didn't understand like but every time I got to that point low it would be something else that I felt like God was sin to be like no I got you but you gotta do you have to learn the struggle as well you know what I'm saying so I learned how to navigate that, you know, and now it's like, I feel like I, I don't master it, 
but I keep getting better at it, you know, and I'm going to keep getting better at it until I master it. No, I ask that because, you know, there's so many, you know, influencers on social media and they're like, oh, just start the business and, you know, get your LLC and you'll be fine. But no one really talks about like, unless you have like some brand new idea that's never been thought of before, no matter what, you could start toilet paper, you could start a microphone business, you're going to have a struggle. Right. It may not be soon. Mm -hmm. Three years later, depending on what you have going on. But, you know, this this picture being painted, especially now in in this pandemic, that Mm -hmm. register your business started and and you'll be okay. And talk about like the hardship of what a real business owner goes through, you know, Right. Like, oh, it's summertime. Everyone's on vacation. Mm-hmm. I, get, I have to, I have to put myself out there now. Yes. Without your comfort zone. You Absolutely. Know? It's going to kick your butt, especially when you're called to a higher level. It's going to kick your butt. Whatever it is, it's not even going to let you stay there. Like the universe, God is not going to let you stay there. And that's, that was just a lot. It, it still is a lot of like, you know, the down part of it, because you got to hustle, you got to work, you got to constantly work, you know? Um, so it's just about and having that confidence because you do get into a place of like, what did I do? Or um, how am I going to survive? You know, um, you get into all of that, but it's just like, but for me, it just makes me more creative. Like, okay, I might be sad for a day. I give myself a day to cry, you know? And then it's just like, all right. I know, you know, I just go out and it seems like when I throw that stone, you know, the ripple effect and it comes right to me, you know, it brings everything I need right to me. So it's just about, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. I don't feel like you should quit, but as far as the job, yeah, I feel like you should be, uh, you know, you should have a plan, at least a plan to figure out what you need to do. Even if it's like, you know, making that your side hustle or your job as your side hustle, right. you know, cause you can look at it like that. My job is my side hustle and it's going to fund me unless you have good credit. If you got good credit. You can take, you can use the money from the banks. You know what I'm saying? And for me, none of, I, I didn't have good credit. I didn't. I'm, I, I'm just being able to, you know, do the things that I want to do as far as my credit. But that back then, no. So when did, um, like, I know you always believe in the company, like, of course, you have to always believe in the company and the success of your business. Yeah. What was that um, moment? Maybe it could have been like the, a certain sale, a certain contract, where you was like, yup, this is it. Like, you know, when you just start feeling yourself, you were like, yeah, I made the right decision. Like, do you have yes. one moment or is it multiple moments? Um, it's, I think I feel like it's multiple moments. It was like, and it happened all at once, you know, it was just like doing um, Whole Foods, you know, working with um, a doctor, you know, her name is Venus Wilder, um, being called to <clears throat> by her, um, an esteemed physician to do Whole Foods and do seminars and I can actually educate people and we're right in the store where you can get the stuff. And, you know, for sale, like I would do stuff that would be on sale for the week or whatever and actually show them in front of them how to create a healthy, delicious meal and, you know, educate them at the same time. And then with the support of a doctor that would do her speech and then I would do my piece. So things like that. Then I had, you know, something going on with WeWork where I would do lunches for WeWork, you know, which was like every week, you know, so different things like that and then just like um especially before the pandemic i think things were good things are really popping off 
Yeah, I was, I was getting some nice contracts, you know, so set up. That too. Post yeah. Pre-pandemic, you said you was getting nice contracts, things was on the roll. Right. When the pandemic happened. When COVID first happened, I think everybody was like, all right, we're going to be home for like a week or two. And yeah, then, like a month, back. maybe. Yeah. Like, even me, I was like, all right, this is going to last a month. Good little, good little, you know, United States reset. Right. <laughs> you know, if we're going to go back to life. Yeah. And as the dates kept counting, were you were you receiving emails like, oh, unfortunately, Tanika, we have to put a pause on this? Or like, what was post-COVID and how did you handle that? Like, like, did you get like any anxiety or like, did it put you in a certain, like, I don't want to say depression because I don't like to claim depression, but was it like really making you nervous? And then you can speak about how you got creative. Okay. Um, at first, it was just like, I, I felt like I, I'm in my, you know, the business that I was doing, I was doing so well. I was okay, right? Like mentally, I was okay. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to chill and stay in the house. But yes, it was a trickle down. Of, I mean, it was like dominoes. Sorry, you know, um, veganique, we can't, you know, we're going to put it off. They would say we're going to put it off right now or, you know, right now we don't know when we're going to be able to run this again. So we have to cancel. So it would be, yes, it was, it was back to back to back, everything, everything. So I think my last day of working during that period was uh, March 14th. Um, and wow. everything, that was my last job. I had a whole contract with the uh, Parks in New York you know that was i delivered food there that was the last day that i worked so um that was it was you for me it was just like okay you know it's nothing we can do but you know i'm just going to chill out you know like i say they're postponing it you know i'll be ready in probably i don't know may you know we're good i don't know so that's what i was saying i was like okay well i'm just gonna relax because i was working hard doing a lot you know so i was just like okay i'm just gonna chill but then time goes on and things are like getting worse you know people are dying and it's like all this tragedy and you know uh okay it's like the unknown now you know and i would say it started for me in june you know, because they like I said, I was okay. You know, I was set. You know, I was paying my rent, doing what I got to do. But it's just like in June, it's like, okay, what what's going on here? Yeah, something got to give now. Yeah, like wait a minute. So then, um, now I would feel, I feel like you know in May I started to you know that's when I started to like actually sit down at my desk and like look at the trajectory of everything and different ways I can market. You know, meal prep was was a, definitely a request from people and I just started to get into it um but I was just like I that's where the market is right now meal prepping you know um for me and I just put that pub well because people were calling me but I'm like I'm not getting out here you know I don't lose people I don't you know what I'm saying I don't I just want to be cautious but then it's just like, it got to a point where it's just like, okay, I got to get out here. I got to do what I got to do now. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's just like, I had to jump into it. So those meal prep clients that were contacting me, you know, I kind of did an email on my email list and 
got people and then it just went on from there so that's how I was able to like do the individualized meal prep I even send um to businesses some you know some businesses I do uh, individualized catering so it's like meal prep for about 40 people you understand so it's like it's just uh, I, so I had to send out like different, you know, marketing tools to say, you know, the safe way to do things and um, I can do it this way and you can still have the food that you love, you know. So it was just, like I said, getting creative with that, you so, know. Um, oh, no, I was going to say, talk about like the meal prepping. I had a um, question about that. So go from catering to meal prepping. How is the how could I word this? The meal prepping for the individual. Will you think that'll be the best way to start and, and learn about um, entering like a vegan lifestyle? Because, you know, for me, like I wouldn't know what to cook. So you know, right. the introduction and is meal prepping more for the individual or what mm-hmm. do you also do for the family as well? Like, is it like, like, like explain your services, I should say. Okay, so for meal prep, I usually do um, a three-day, a five-day, and a seven-day. Like, the three-day starts at 65, the five-day starts at 100, and the seven-day starts at 150. Um, So, basically, I usually do it for individuals. I've had several requests for family, so I'll do family style. Um, And that's just a bunch of containers because, at this point, I'm not doing anything, like, in a big pan. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, unless you, you're adamant about it and, you know, it's just going to be your family. But I do it so it's convenient for everybody and it's no cross-contamination or anything like that. So, um, but that's how I usually do it for in individual platters. Um, and it's basically, for me, I do four options. So you get like three, uh, three meals, uh, like if it's seven days, you get three meals and four different meals so so you can switch it up you know so it's not the same thing um or people can do a customized menu it just all depends if you want something different every day you know depending on you know if you want seafood because i do i still do pescatarian okay so if you want yeah if you want seafood or if you want um and i don't and i mean by by that mean fish because i don't do shrimp i don't do shellfish or anything like that so if you want you know a pescatarian option or a vegan option or however or mix it up you know that's how i do it it just depends on the customer so i feel like with transition the meal prepping is very um good because you know i have a client you know she's went through a few stages of like you know, just wanting to explore veganism, the same, and also just wanting to know, like, ideas. So me sending the meals and her ordering different things all the time, it's just like, she thanked me because she, it's, it's, it um, helped her, she wanted to open her own business, you know, as far as, like, cooking and stuff like that like she would send me emails of like your food is delicious it's amazing how you're so versatile and I never get bored but I'm you know I feel good I feel healthy you know so that was like that so that's better with transitioning with the meal prep because I give you ideas you know and I'll sit on the phone with you I'll talk you through it you know my thing now is like the, the ask now from people is doing classes so I really have to get that together you have to you know yeah, I do. I do. Because it's like, I teach it, you know, and I, I'll give it to you, but I want to show people exactly what to do. 
And you don't got to give us the secret sources. Right. <laughs> give us the scraps. Like, let me give them, let me give them the plan B book. You know, the yeah. plan C book. Even the plan right. C recipes. You know, because yeah. what you're doing is, is really like helping people. Like even for me, um, like this weekend when I go do my grocery shopping, like my mm-hmm. friend, she had did um, fried mushroom oysters. Oyster mushrooms. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I wanted to try. She um did some like uh lemon pepper buffalo wings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you know you know trying, but you're you're really helping people. I think by you teaching, um, that'll be a great um way for for you to like even expand your expertise on people and especially with right. the story. It's not like you just hopped out of nowhere and did it. It's like, you know, I had serious issues and, and look at me now. I haven't had yeah. blood pressure or nothing in, in right. plus years or more, you know? Right. Um, yeah. I forgot my next question. It was, it was more with the uh, services. Uh, I had a brain fart. Because we just be in the moment, I had a brain fart. Yeah, no. Yeah, but, but I just, That's what it was. When people order from you. Uh-huh. They have to be in New York or you No no no. Oh no no no. I had I mean I had no other choice but to expand because you know once I start marketing and people, you know, on different um platforms, I had people from Tennessee, Los Angeles, uh Arizona, you know, so I have to ship, you know, which is you know, I had to learn the system too, you know, with that, but I I do ship. I do ship my orders. Um so what I do is just make sure everything is secure. You know, um, I have the proper dry ice and all that stuff. Um, it's just, yeah, that was a high demand. So yes, I catered to all of New York and all the surrounding areas and everywhere else. Okay. So, so yes. No excuse why you can't buy vegan meat. No excuse. Because, you know, you, you're leaving, I'm, I'm leaving people out, you know, that need my service. You know what I'm saying? Um, and like I shipped to like this lady in Texas and Tennessee, but one in Texas and one in Tennessee. Um, it's like every week I gotta be at, you know, I, I do it to FedEx because I felt like the US, um, USPS for me is too expensive. Um, so I do do it to FedEx, which is um, helpful for me. But um, yeah, it's just like, I have to be ready and get this food out, you know, and I do it next day, of course, you know, cause you can't have the food right. sit. So, you know, it's just like I had to learn that shipping uh, part of it and how to keep everything fresh and everything like that. So, yeah. So now I'm, I'm kind of like an expert at it. I'm just going to get better. And that's what I'm doing now. That's what entrepreneurship is. And I want to go back to the learning. You was talking about like you had to learn the shipping. But when you first yeah. the business, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things you had to learn about, like keeping your books in order. Mm-hmm. of courses your fixed expenses so during that process and where you are now in the beginning were you like this is just too much or did you say okay I need to like delegate and have somebody else handle my books or was it like oh I need to start learning QuickBooks or like how did you manage certain things not just the books but anything that you say like what was the hardest thing for you starting out as an entrepreneur um, I'm going to turn my light on, but, um, the starting out, I can honestly say that it was like me doing everything. It wasn't, I, I couldn't hire anybody. Um, but I was all over the place, 
you know, um, it was just like, I was just collecting money, you know, and putting the money out, you know, so it wasn't like I had anything, I had to actually sit down and figure it out, you know, and advice from people too. I had mentors that was like, no, you gotta, if this is what you want to do and you're not going to hire anybody, you got to take the time mm -hmm. to actually look through your stuff mm -hmm. and, uh, account everything you know because i'm like i gotta count everything yes you gotta count everything so i had to learn that on my own excuse me i'm gonna uh, turn my light on okay all right uh, she turned her light on don't forget to follow me on at just being candidmac.com or at just being candidmac ig but yeah you were saying you had to hold yourself accountable yes i had to hold, hold myself accountable um so that's where you know basically everything had to uh, make sense so i had to learn that you know i had to learn like to do my books um and like i don't i still don't have a i have i still do everything by hand like i have a book where i write down everything um all my receipts i keep them and i know they have apps where you can like download the receipt right in you know i am eventually yeah eventually gonna get there but right now i put everything in files now so i'm ready for the tax year because what you don't realize which i didn't have any ideas like even for you know for taxes you know the write-offs yeah. matching that up you know so you're not paying an excessive amount of tax you know so it's just like things like that that you got to learn just being in it you know so I I mean that's why right now I have everything so I don't want to pay that much at the end you if anything I when I first started my business started like freelancing was the first thing like I started getting like checks from you know, mm -hmm. different articles and stuff like that. Right. Um, I was just cashing the checks, you know, and I yeah. didn't take no taxes out in, the, in those checks. Right. So, um, my mentor, um, Ash Cash, she was like, are you putting aside 15% from those checks? I'm like, no, why? He's like, cause you gotta pay your taxes. He's like, you should pay it quarterly or something. I'm like, what? And I looked at this stuff and I was like, Oh, it ain't taxes out of this. <laughs> so bad. So to yeah. the point when I get clients and they're like, oh yeah, I'm selling products on my own. No, da, da, da. I'm like, put 15, 20% aside and pay a quarterly. Yes. And they're yes. like, oh, I'm not a I'm not an official business yet. Or I'm like, it don't matter because the IRS is gonna find a way. If you're using PayPal, if you're using any type of system online, if they Where? really wanted to they could find a way and say, oh, you made, you're selling on SD. Right. You're making this amount of cash. You made a Shopify account. It's yeah. you're, because those people that you have, you're on their platform, they have mm -hmm. to support that income that they're getting yes. through their customers. Exactly. And no one understands that, that aspect of it. But, you know, like I said, like entrepreneurship is just like a, it's a, it's a, it really is a learning experience. It's something you can it learn is. in school, but there's yeah. things that I've learned on my own from the bumps and bruises. That mm -hmm. like, like your mentor said, you don't do that. I'd be like, listen, don't do that. Trust me. Right. You know, yeah. they will get you on the 15th of April. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they will. They will. Yes, they will. And I had to learn. I mean, I had to learn it the hard way, but I had to learn it, you know? So luckily I wasn't deep in where I was, you know, it didn't affect me that much, but it was like, yeah, you got to notice stuff, you know, and it's the same thing. I try to, you know, people 
asked me about, you know, how I got into it, this, you know, the same story. And that's the first thing I tell people. Just make sure you're doing your accounting, you're doing your books and making sure the IRS gets what they get. Exactly. That, that, no, that is great advice. Do your accounting, do your books and make sure the IRS gets what they get. Yes, that ma'am. Because they would take what they can. Yeah. So what are some of your go-tos when you're at home, like a day to day, you're, you know, chilling or even during COVID, what's your go-to um, meal to make? Like what's something that like, this is, this is what you love? Um, you know what I love and you just said it like, um, the, um, the oyster mushrooms. Yeah. Now, you know, we talked about the cauliflower, like the chicken, but I got this recipe that I do for the oyster mushrooms. I'm telling you, it's like the meat, the meat, the inside, sorry, the inside of the mushroom is like the meat. Um, and I have this great batter that I use. It's so good. So honestly, I have really been getting into oyster mushrooms. I even make like an oyster mushroom steak where like I make it like a pepper steak. Um, and that's like, you know, I always have that on deck. So I put that with like coconut cilantro rice. Um, and yes, it's good. It is so good. And it's just like, yeah, and I, I soak it so that like the mushrooms get tender and they get like, um, not mushy, because you gotta, you know, like, I don't put, like, border in or anything like that. I use um, either oat or coconut milk, so, um, to make my batter, but for the, um, the steak, I use, like, um, basically, I make a, um, like, an Asian sauce, you know, like, hoisin with some, um, vegan soy sauce, um, and some, just season it with, like, onion powder, garlic powder and some nori fukaki which is like a uh like a seaweed seasoning and i know it sounds crazy but the flavor in it is delicious yeah it's delicious so um you let that sit in a bag you know like just keep it in the refrigerator sometimes it's overnight because you know i might want it the next day and you just put it like in a grill pan you know and let it sear yeah, and for me, I mean, everybody doesn't have to do that, but I take a pan, um, like a griddle pan, and put on top of it to get the extra moisture out. So it's like that, it's like a meaty texture, like of a steak. And um, I let the water come out, let it, let it, um, uh, what is it, saute in the pan. And I add some peppers and onions. Oh my God, it's delicious, especially with the coconut cilantro rice. And I'm very, the coconut cilantro rice is everything. So, Sounds amazing. So that's the mm-hmm. goal. I'm making for you one day. <laughs> no, I'm, you I'm about to get my meal prep on. I gotta, you know, I'm doing my whole monthly budget and stuff like that. I'm gonna squeeze yeah. it. I'm serious about changing my lifestyle because um I was the other day, I was, you know, in pain on my bed, just like I wasn't in tears, but I was just like yeah. and I was telling my um my, my um partner, I was like, I'm over this. Mm-hmm. I'm over this. Like even today, I'm not having meals. I'm gonna just have um, like I'm gonna have, I have some vegetable dumplings because that's what's now. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not making right. heavy. I'm gonna eat light. I'm mm-hmm. gonna shopping. I'm just gonna. I told. I was like, I'm just. I'm not buying no meat, no turkey. Yeah. No nothing. I'm gonna buy mad vegetables and mushrooms, and we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna have stuff. Yeah. Rice. And right. It's gonna be a challenge for me. Because I, I'm not the 360 person, you know, so yeah. <laughs> I didn't overnight it, 
but mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good challenge because after you know hearing the rewards and the benefits that you receive from it you know i want the same thing a healthy lifestyle you know of you know living longer looking young and yeah good like it like no one likes to eat and then feel feel like over it like like regret it you know and right i think the more right. you educate people that's why i commend you to continue to educate because you know especially our people we we need this information because we're the first that yeah yeah and then you and we and we label it you know that vegan thing or that's you know like i said it's too expensive but it's not you know what i'm saying i mean the processed foods yeah they're expensive like the stuff that they try to get you to the soy products that they try to get you to make in the store but the thing is if you just break down like these vegetables and things just from the grocery store that come out the ground like there's so many things you can do potatoes again beans you know and just veggies all together that you know um that you can put together it's not expensive it's just it's not you know i save more money than going to get a steak or a pack of chicken but i can make you a good meal that'll be so delicious that you're not going to be thinking about that steak or that chicken or anything else yes you know so yeah that's i mean but i that that was that's the meat of my company i wanted it so it wasn't like oh you vegan you eat the trees and all of that you know people say that kind of stuff but no no it's a bunch of flavor and soul in my food you know and i want it that way so it's like you're not missing out you get to live and honor yourself you know as kings and queens and eat well but it's delicious. You're not missing out on anything. So I prize myself on things like that. So what's next? I know like we're still unaware of what's going on with the world, but like future goals are future goals. So could you share like one future goal with us that you want to um, execute for 2021? Yes. My, um, you know, I don't want to rent our kitchens anymore, you know? So I want my own, I mean, this has been my thing, my own building my own property you know so that's what i'm working toward you know and it's like i look at different avenues because it's hard new york is expensive um but at this point it's just like i'm just looking at different ways to get my business so that i can have my own i can do my classes in my kitchen you know um and not have to say you know can i you know make a deal with you here to get a kitchen or whatever but um, just, so that's, that's what I want. I want a brick and mortar with Vegan Eat. Vegan LLC. Eat prize right there. Yeah. The prize. <laughs> right. No, that's definitely. Cool. And that's a everywhere. It, yeah. Well, if the hard, I've seen like the hard work. People don't know, like she was a student, not of mine, but she was in a cohort that we did. And I've seen mm-hmm. the hard work then and to learn about your hard work before um feast it's like it's achievable yeah. like that's a goal that i can see you do in a year or two for sure especially when those oh yeah it's gonna happen girl might get it within yeah. six months <laughs> right right yeah. so that's what I, that's yeah. stuff. shoot definitely any um, yeah. words of advice for people who want to start a business in general and then um specifically like a food business as well like any words of advice before we go that you want to like share um for a food business um you know just uh, i would say just follow your heart be within yourself um do it with love 
you know, do with compassion. I mean, I, you know, a compliment that I get from my clients is, oh my God, I can taste the love. You know, um, a lady did a, a write-up about me in Glamour Magazine. And she was saying how I got her life, you know, quote unquote, because she was like, but you can taste the love in her food. So I feel like, you know, go with your passion, stay in your lane. Don't let anything from the outside influence you to do, you know, something that you're, you, you're not even supposed to be doing. Because when you stay in your lane and do it from your heart, you're going to succeed. Because that's what people feel from me, my genuineness. You know, um, the, the care that I am putting in this food. Because it's like, you get to enjoy this. It may feel like, you know, we, we say veganism is a restriction, you know, because you're limiting yourself from all the good, you know, quote unquote meats and different things. But it's not. It's, it's, it's just, I can make things decadent and delicious because that's what I love to do. Because you know what I'm thinking about? you sitting at your table enjoying my food mm-hmm. that's that's what drives me every day and that's why i know this is my calling so i get to feed you i get to i get to honor you and i love that you know i love working with people anyway so for me it's just working within your gift working within your gift and keep going also setting yourself up like you said making sure you're doing the right things take some time out of your day when you're not busy. Take some time for yourself. Don't just grind, grind, grind. Take time for yourself so you can be, you can put your best into what you're doing. So I think that's a um, very important thing because especially when you're trying to, you know, uh, pay your bills, you know, you're trying to survive. That click of like, yeah, right. So it's just like, yeah, you got to do what you got to do, but make sure you take time out for yourself because you can't do anything for anybody or serve anybody if you're not together because that's energy. So making sure your energy is right, making sure you're centered. That's, that's um, the best advice that I can give in working on yourself, meaning investing in yourself. Money investments, stock investments, um, making sure your credit is together because the best thing you can do is have good credit so you can get the banks to fund what you want to do. It's less stressful and you just maintain that and you get further, faster. So making sure you work on your credit, that's that's a definitely a piece I want to tell everybody. No, I, yes, I'm, I'm working on that now. Right. Uh, yeah, people don't understand the value of credit. That's a whole nother conversation. It is. <laughs> lastly, let us know where we can, people can find you um, to order your services or just to follow like any platforms that you're on. Okay. Um, my IG is at Veganique, V as in Victor, E-G-A-N-E-I-K. Um, and, um, it's veganique.com for my website where you can make orders. And right now I'm, I'm doing construction on it. It should be done within the next few days. But, um, so if you want to order, just, um, order in the contact section and I'll get back to you with, um, the, the final pricing and everything. So that's it. Or you can call me at 609-705-3411 and make an order, um, or just for consultation. If you just need to, uh, figure out recipes or different things, different options to help you transition. I am here to talk you through it. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking time. I don't want to keep you 
But thank you so much, Sneaker, for taking time out and educating me and the audience on the vegan lifestyle and also educating everyone on the business of it. You know, you, you went yeah. from turning a passion of living healthy to profit, and that's how God blesses you. You know, he, you yeah. found your purpose. And, you know, a lot of pe- people, T.G. Dix, I listen to this all the time. He says, focus on your purpose and not your problems. Absolutely. You stay focused on your purpose and you're reaping the benefits of all your rewards. And I just, you know, want nothing but more success. And I can't wait to go to your um your grand <laughs> opening for the building. When yes. Add me to the list, VIP, please, plus one. Absolutely. And I will be there um vegan out, trying, not even trying, just eating eating the um fried oysters and all that mushrooms. <laughs> okay, <laughs> candidate. And yes, I, and I can't wait to cook for you. Yes, I'm gonna. We're gonna talk about that. I'm gonna shoot your email about all that. Okay, okay, and thank you, thank you so much for having me. It was definitely a pleasure to be in your podcast. It's an honor, actually. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night. You too. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.